This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hi, I'm Stephen Grisowski, Communications Manager at RMA. The Voices in Risk Management podcast series celebrates the diversity of experience, background, and skill that is driving the best risk management practices of today and which will be a must in meeting the challenges and complexities of the future. Today, I'm joined by Kathy Swift, Nonprofit Development Officer at Heritage Bank, to discuss how she began her journey in banking, top challenges and opportunities in lending to nonprofits, and the impact of nonprofits on communities. Kathy, thanks for joining us. Thank you. So Kathy, how did you get started in banking? I got started in banking after college. I was hired into a commercial banking management program of the sort that just don't exist anymore in our industry. I spent two years cycling through different departments of the bank, branch banking, cash management, product development, specialty lending groups, international banking, and then had a three-month credit classroom training section where I learned all of the aspects of banking and of risk management. Great. Kathy, what made you get into nonprofit lending and what do you like most about working in this space? I have a passion for nonprofit lending and I love working um, to help nonprofits achieve their financial goals. I see both the social and economic benefit that nonprofits bring, making our community safer, healthier, and better for everyone. I have always volunteered from a very young age in the social safety net uh, organizations. So it seemed natural that I would provide my finance skills first as a board member, but then as a lender. I enjoy helping deliver on the mission of my nonprofit customers. It's all about the mission. The complexity and risk analysis keeps me learning and every day is different than the day before. I love driving around my community and realizing, hey, I helped finance that affordable housing complex, that clinic, that nonprofit school serving um, children of color and uh, special needs populations. I also know and enjoy that my bank management shares um, that I'm looking out for their bottom line and their reputation by knowing my customers really well and anticipating problems long before they're reflected in a financial covenant violation. Most of the board members of nonprofits that Heritage Bank banks are business leaders who also choose to bank with Heritage because we support the community in this way. Kathy, what are some of the top challenges and opportunities in lending to nonprofits? First of all, lending to a nonprofit is like being a tightrope walker without a net underneath. The net that I'm speaking of would be in the for-profit world, the equity owners of the business who can invest additional sums should that tightrope walker fall. Also, no one wants to um, foreclose on a nonprofit school or, or church or safety net or, or safety net organization. So it really requires extra caution 
as you lend into a nonprofit business really requires understanding that business. Nonprofit lenders have been, you know, especially, they have to be especially diligent in separating out for right now what this recent historic performance um, uh, during the pandemic is compared to the likely projected performance of the next couple of years. The pandemic impacted nonprofits in subsectors differently. And arts organizations who survived the two years of COVID shutdown may have liquidity issues during the low points in their seasonal revenue deficit that is part of their business model. Cash cushion has been depleted and bank debt to fund that seasonal need isn't appropriate. Social safety net providers received significant pandemic government funding during the crisis, but now those programs are ending. It is essential that the nonprofit leadership reduce their expense structure to match their funding, even though many of those customers served still need help. It's hard for these passionate leaders and their boards to realize that organizational sustainability requires these hard decisions. The challenge for me as a lender is to have the difficult conversations early and to keep the bank, my bank management well informed of the borrower's plans to address the issues that arise. As for the opportunities during the pandemic, many ex facility expansion plans were put on hold. And at the same time, donors, they, they didn't desert the nonprofits as, as many had feared. So I believe that today healthier nonprofits can and will launch capital campaigns and be making those delayed facility investments with opportunities for the banks to provide construction lending and conservatively uh, structured permanent debt financing. Kathy, let's talk a little bit about community. Why is lending to nonprofits such an important part of a community? Nonprofits are essential to the community in the United States. Depending on where you live in this country, nonprofits comprise 25% or more of the economic engine of the community. They do this through schools, healthcare facilities, social services, and arts organizations. They directly impact the quality of life of all members of the community. But now that we have, are facing increased income inequality, we have a greater reliance on the social safety net that these nonprofits um, provide to the most vulnerable members in our community. Banks with their expertise in cash flow lending can provide the same kind of leverage advantage to the nonprofit sector as we do in the for-profit sec sector, creating jobs and investment within the community. Kathy, has anyone ever been a mentor to you and or have you mentored anyone else? And what have you learned about this experience? I have had several marvelous mentors in my career, most of whom encouraged me to follow my heart and to take chances. They also corrected me, corrected me when they saw that I was on a wrong path. Their passion for building the community and participating on nonprofit boards provided a roadmap for me as I explored both affordable housing finance and nonprofit lending. I have mentored several young bankers who were in credit analysis and junior lending positions. 
I really love sharing my lending knowledge and experiences. I'm the daughter of two teachers and, and it shows. I do like to teach. A few of my mentees are now credit approvers, portfolio managers, and bank executives in the community in which I live. Two of my mentees have gone on to positions of executive leadership at nonprofits in Oregon, where they are rapidly expanding their nonprofit businesses with a sustainable business plan, one which encourages entrepreneurs from communities of color, and the second, which provides essential affordable housing to families in our community. I'm hopeful that my current mentee here at the bank will take my place as an expert in affordable housing finance when I do eventually retire in a few years, maybe several years. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, RMA has helped so much, so many of its members over the years, um, whether it be peer share through peer sharing, networking, education, um, thought leadership. How has RMA helped you in your career journey? Uh, RMA has been invaluable to my career. I think I've taken almost every RMA lending course offered over the years. I found them extremely valuable. I've also learned much attending the annual RMA risk management conferences where content experts provided up-to-date and emerging information on our industry. Also, I, I found the shared learning of articles in the journal to be a treasure trove as I come up against a situation or a new industry or loan structure. I don't make church loans very often, for example, but when I have to, I always go back to the articles on lending to churches, which had worksheets and analysis techniques specific to that nonprofit subsegment. The journal keeps me current on trends in banking, on risk and regulatory impacts. I like putting what I do in context of the industry and the bigger economy. And it makes me a better communicator with my clients when they have questions. In summary, the technical skills gained, the friendships and industry contacts that I've made and the professional recognition have all had great benefits. And this is directly from my participation in RMA. Great, Kathy. To wrap up, what advice would you give to someone thinking about a career in banking? I believe that banking remains a excellent career opportunity to someone who is a generalist, but who can handle detail. You need to be a good communicator. You need to understand accounting and finance, and you need to love complexity and change. Success in this industry depends on always being open to opportunities as they arise and always seeking to understand the why of a no when you receive it from leadership. Lending into the nonprofit sector requires a deeper understanding of risk and the detail of the income statement drivers of the particular subset um, and sub segment of a nonprofit um, is key. The best nonprofit bankers have a deep passion for the mission of the organizations that they are um, working with. They involve themselves in the community and they build trust with their customers. 
Kathy, thank you again for joining us today and being a part of our Voices in Risk podcast series. Thank you for having me.